0: 615- 844-5600 615-844-5600 Call or text Same number Red 7 I don't know what Red 7 means Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel 5th Avenue Downtown Hot Rock
1: That's what we call a sack lunch
0: I do have a very particular set of skills
2: Franciaccia on this Wednesday, out of break number one, Blake Rafino. We'll head down to Louisiana and talk with Blake. Top of hour two. That is the guesting for this Wednesday program. Wednesday edition 615 six one five eight four four fifty six hundred on Twitter at BillisKing and if you do want to email. King 7 number 7, at gmail.com. Sounds like and want to be cautious in this environment, but feels like horrible, in this case Jim, might be close to... Reassigning his duties to the Chargers. Story on on three. This was yesterday. That Harbaugh and the Chargers could be heating up. There was a report speculating on what his staff might look like if indeed he took the job. Jesse Mentor, as the defensive coordinator, former 6'1", fiver for about a year. Back in 21, Jesse Mentor. Greg Roman, offensive coordinator. Jay Harbaugh, Jim's son, special teams. They use the term within striking distance of signing Harbaugh. Now, that doesn't mean it is done. Quote, they have made him an extremely strong offer. Jim Harbaugh. Now, I'd love for him to be back. Don't misunderstand me. I'd love for him to be at Michigan. It's just a talking point on the show that draws, uh, draws opinions, right? Some not so flattering, but nonetheless, Harbaugh's a different cat. But he's also a fabulous football mind and coach. This guy has a national championship and a Super Bowl appearance as a head coach. That on the resume supersedes somebody stealing signs. Sorry, it just does. Yeah, it just does. But that's the story as we know it right now. Don't really have anything more. I'm not your NFL guy. You guys do not check this show out so Bill can go NFL for you. That is not what I like. That's not what I do. I'm just telling you what the report is I was looking at. Seems very plausible, though. Seems very reasonable. We'll see what happens. Maybe, again, big air quotes around the word maybe. Maybe some news on that today. We'll see what happens. Might be some news on it during the show. Again, we'll see how all that transpires. Ryan Williams, wide receiver State of Alabama, five-star, flat-out dude, was expected to visit Texas this weekend. Reportedly, and I believe that was Jerry Hamilton reporting, that he's not going to be visiting Texas. Visited Alabama. Remember, he was committed to Alabama. And then backed off when Nikki retired was scheduled to go to the ATX this weekend, has canceled it. He still has an Auburn visit coming up, and that would be next weekend, not this one coming up, the following weekend. That is a good old-fashioned Iron Bowl recruitment is what that is between the two. It's going to come down to Coach DeBoer, his staff, trying to get a relationship going. And he's been on that campus. He's been with them. They've been working on it. And we'll talk to Kevin Hagan about that when we tape him on Thursday as well. But on the flip side, you've got Hugh Freeze and Auburn. And they could use some dudes. Now, they've got a good transfer portal group coming in and a pretty good recruiter class. They've already got two absolute stud receivers in this recruiting class. Some are saying without Ryan Williams, they have the best receiver class. Auburn, damn Eagle. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We'll see how that one transpires as well. But he is a put him out on the field, let him make plays kind of guy. That's what kind of player we're talking about. Tom and Myrtle Beach reminding everybody bright and early this morning that commitments the next edition, is coming up in May, early May. Remember last year it was August. This year they're moving it to earlier, which I like. I like the other one too, but... I like this May calendar that they've set up. May 2nd is a Thursday down on the Emerald Coast at the Four Seasons Sheridan. Just look that up. May 2nd. Now, you don't have to stay there. May 2nd is a Thursday. That is the day where Josh... From Picktown, Ohio, gets married. Yeah, May 2nd. And it's going to be on the beach right there at the Sheridan. That's Thursday. Friday, I think they've designated as just a hangout day, beach, the pool there, the bar by the pool, good food. Camaraderie, all those kind of things. I'm supposed to do my show Friday morning there, as well. If I can weasel out of that, I will. But but I'm supposed to <laughs> I'm supposed to do my show there that Friday morning, which I'm I'm sure I'll be doing. And then on Saturday is the golf event. Now I don't know what the availability is there. That might be full by now, but. There's a golf event, too, that uh, is lots of fun for everybody. I do not participate in that because I am God-forsaken bad swinging a golf club. There is no reason for me to occupy space knuckleheading around with a golf club in my hand. It's just, that's not a good idea. That's for you guys that are into it. L Dog, and I wasn't thinking about this at the moment, but I was going to bring it up. L Dog down in Peachtree City says, Congrats to former Vol legend Hall of Famer Todd Helton. He made the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Local Knoxville kid. Todd Helton, and this is video of him as a quarterback. Todd Helton was an incredibly highly recruited quarterback. Alabama wanted him. That'll give you an idea. But his best sport was baseball. And the year he gave up football, was that 94 season where he had to play early because Jerry Colquitt went down in the UCLA game. And I believe, was it the Mississippi State game? He comes back out after getting hurt on crutches, and that was it. (laughs) That was it. And he was a star hitter and pitcher at Tennessee. Then on to Major League Baseball, where he is in now officially, the Hall of Fame. Todd Helton is an interesting dude. I've interviewed him a few times. He and his uncle, who I believe was the football coach there at the time at his high school, would call me his senior year to talk about depth charts and schools. And he had, I'll, I'll give you a funny one, he had a Hawaii trip set up only to just go to Hawaii. He's going to. Officially visit Hawaii. I think Hawaii got pretty much wind that this is not sincere. He's just trying to get a trip to Hawaii and hang out down there a little bit. And it got canceled. I don't remember how that happened, but it was funny. I remember talking to him about it. And at the time, Tennessee had, who was, it was, it was Heath Shuler. Yeah, Heath Shuler. And this is, this is before Man- Manning came in in 94. Helton would have been what class? 92, 93? You guys correct me on that. But, yeah, signed with Tennessee. And if you're going to play football and baseball, you have to be on a football scholarship. And he's a lefty. And he would have been a really good quarterback. He'd have been a star college quarterback. I don't know about the NFL, but he was a heck of an athlete. He's 6'3", about 215. Back then, obviously, as a major leaguer, he was bulkier than that. But one of the phenomenal athletes, and uh, there's an epic, and I had the video, but it's his high school in the state playoffs, his senior year, and it's him versus Oak Ridge. And Oak Ridge had a running back. Athlete, I believe, ended up playing DB at Tennessee, Sean Summers. And these guys went up and down the field against each other. I remember I got the uh, the tape. I think it was the old VHS tape. But I remember watching it repeatedly. They also had on that team a big 6'7", 320-pound tackle that went to Tennessee. I actually went to watch him over here at Montgomery Bell Academy play AAU basketball one summer just to see what kind of athlete he was. But, yeah, l Dog, I appreciate you pointing that out. Yeah, Todd Helton in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame on some of those ESPN Plus baseball broadcasts for Tennessee at Lindsey Nelson. Occasionally, he's the color analyst on that. He lives up there, I believe. He's around the program. Now, Todd Helton is a very... I don't know if he's shy, but he's not a big talking guy. He's not a big get in the crowd and hang out and yuck it up with dudes. That ain't his thing. All right, we'll get to break. Prince as we continue.
3: Morning, wrapping up an accident in Franklin. It's going to be on 65 northbound, right around Highway 96. There's a lot of volume coming up through that section of Williamson County right now on 65 northbound. Trying to get around that crash there on near Highway 96. Traffic's still a little bit slow. 65 southbound down through Portland as you come through that section of Robertson County as it starts to load up on 24 westbound out of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County headed up through the Antioch area. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered during the playoff games with catering. Order on their mobile. app today. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
4: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
0: It was just a few drinks. I'm good.
4: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
1: I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks... Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
0: And now, the fine folks at Nix Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nix Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nix Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nix Construction and Remodeling. They do it all.
1: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship, part 6 to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
4: When it comes to the college football playoff, he's for exclusion, not inclusion. It's Bill King. It's true. That's, that's a promo
2: that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> How Siancia Pick 6 Previews on Wednesdays? Patton, you still trying to get him? Okay, no worries. We'll locate him momentarily. Seconds ago, literally seconds, I got a message from Jay Book. He's locked in for tomorrow, top of hour three. That'd be 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Jonah Booker, J. Book, from Buck Nuts, the incredibly popular Buckeye site, he will... Check-in, and we have quite a few things to discuss, do we not? <laughs> wow. <laughs> with the news the Buckeyes have been getting, and it's all glowing, there's a bunch to comb through with Jay Book. Again, he's with us tomorrow, top of hour three. Buck nuts the site. Brett Cianci is now with us. Brett, we were just talking, story out yesterday, story out Tuesday, that Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are getting close. Now, what that means, perhaps unclear, but Brett, you've got good college football sense, to say the least. Do you feel like he's moving on to the pros?
5: Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. And, and yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire with these kind of things. And, uh, given his history interviewing with the NFL and his ex- expressed desire to make it back to the NFL, uh, coming off of a national championship 15 in a year, it seems like they've hit the peak. Uh, and now he might be wanting to go chase an NFL Super Bowl. So it makes sense. Um, and it looks like the reports, I mean, there's tons of reports about it, it says he's going to bring his son Jay with him maybe Jesse to the defensive coordinator. So when specifics are coming out like this, it it sounds like it's almost a done deal. So we'll see about today. It looks like Michigan might be the next major, major program with the head coaching change late in the cycle and uh, would open up the transfer portal, too, for 30 days in Michigan.
2: I pose this next item somewhat out of ignorance. Tom in Myrtle Beach, I believe it was, mentioned this on Tuesday, that he was reading, maybe just somebody trying to have fun, that Michigan could go ahead and name Sharon Moore before technically Harbaugh quit. Thus, that would eliminate the 30-day window. I'm not sure about the fine print on that one. Is that a ploy that somebody could use, Brett? Have you
5: thought of that? I have not thought about that. That's pretty (laughs) pretty genius. (laughs) Trying to find a loophole there. Um, I mean, my gut would be that if there's any change at all at the head coaching role, that that would would count. Um, I don't think the timing would matter. Because what does that mean? At one point, you'd have two head coaches, right? If you promote more and name him now, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like you're still making a head coaching change, but um interested to see. I'm sure that the, the players that want to transfer would fight that because uh, when you see a, a head coach leave, there are a certain amount of players that were tied to that head coach or want to test the market out. So, um, yeah, that, that's interesting, though. I like that loophole. I'd like to see what happens there.
2: I doubt that's an item, but it is. I'm like you. i would not even thought about that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's outside the box. I like it. And in this era of NIL transfers, uh, we feel like we've seen it all, and then there's always new scenarios. So let's keep them coming.
2: Another item would be Michigan's starting lineup. I believe about 17 of those guys are gone. I'm not sure yeah. what what good, what you're protecting right now.
5: Yeah. Um, I remember this time last year where uh, Coach Harbaugh was talking about how they were going to break the NFL draft record for most draft picks in a single class from a school because this time last year they all decided to come back to Ann Arbor. And now right. fast forward a year, they went 15-0. They had tons of all-conference, all-American candidates. And I think he's right. They, they might challenge that Georgia record. I think it was 15 uh, in a class, Georgia and LSU. So um, i like to see what happens in April. But you're right that a ton of starters are out of there. Uh the, the, the problem would be that the rising starters would be the guys that might be looking to the portal. Um, a few years back, it used to be the transfers would be, you know, the backups or the third stringers that weren't going to contend. But as you're seeing this cycle and past cycles, it's not just backups, it's starters, it's star players, it's all Americans, it's Heisman candidates in some cases. So uh, yeah, I, w- I would think that the next level of rising starters would then be the ones that might uh, explore the portal and see what options are out there. It's, it's a, it's a tough deal when a coach leaves this late in the cycle because it's 30 days of being coached. Tom
2: in Myrtle Beach wants to know, Brett, do you start some of your research later than perhaps you used to due to the spring portal?
5: I'd say that I've definitely shifted around uh, what type of research, what type of work I'm doing on the preview book. Um, it used to be that I would just hit the ground running uh, after we had the NFL draft decisions because that was the last piece of the puzzle for rosters. Uh, but now you've got to wait all the way till spring, post-spring ball, uh, even early summer, to finalize rosters. So um, I basically shifted it around. Now I'm still reviewing the 2023 season in depth. I'm running all my numbers, working on those stack graphics you see on each page, uh, trying to line up coach interviews for, for later in the winter and spring. So it's just a different kind of work. And, um, the, you know, the real crunch time comes down to being April, May, June when rosters are a little more set. But, um, yeah, hard at work on 2024. I can't believe it.
2: I would think, and I've never done what you do. I couldn't. It's, it's, I just, there's no way I could concentrate like that on paper. But I would think everything's just raw copy, and then you can adjust as you need to. You can still proceed. You just have to be ready to make changes.
5: Yeah, and certain teams, you think it's hilarious. I mean, I remember this time last year I wrote the Colorado preview. I had to pretty much scrap the whole thing, you know, <laughs> open up Microsoft Word and delete the whole document because you had 65 players out of there. So,
3: <laughs> um, right. yeah,
5: I agree with you. I mean, there's there's a lot of it that can be done. That's why the, the 2023 looking back piece, the review of last season, that could all be started and worked on um, some of the projection forward. I want to wait and fine-tune that later into the summer. Plus, I like to, you know, a lot of my evaluation is watching spring games, spring reports, talking to coaches in spring. Um, so there's still a lot to be done, but, uh, hard at work. And, uh, this is, uh, the most change I've ever seen in an offseason, not just roster wise, but you have coaching legends leaving and, uh, some big jobs opening up. You have the conference realignment. It's crazy with the kind of change we're going to go through this time, uh, in the fall. So. And in uh, expand the expanded playoff bracket, we can go on and on. So it's definitely a year of transition and it's going to be an exciting preview magazine.
2: Brad Zianci Pick 6 Previews. Last Friday, doing this show, Brad Powers, Hour Power 3, looking ahead, just, just at the top, we were just kicking it around a little bit. And he said, as of right now, he would have Georgia, Oregon, Ohio State. Now, that was Friday morning, Later on Friday, what I thought was shocking news, Caleb Downs not going to Georgia, going to Ohio State. Now, that doesn't change anything about Georgia. They got Malachi Starks. They got stars back there. But does that change anything for you when it comes to the Buckeyes, Caleb Downs' news?
5: Yeah, I think it just adds to the the overall transfer hall they have coming in. And this is a program changer. Uh, It's hard to – use that term usually you hear it about quarterbacks but uh, a rare case of a non-quarterback that can really change the whole defense i mean this is a five-star guy the 24-7 sports guys uh, joked around if there was such a thing as a six-star this would be your candidate uh just incredible player i think he led alabama in tackles first freshman to do that since the 70s um, he can do it all so yeah that's a that's a program changer and then you factor in that they stacked some five-star quarterbacks they also pulled in uh Julian Sion from from Alabama, the number one overall. They're top five uh, quarterback. So this is stacking talent, and um, not to mention what they did in their backfield, not to mention all their retention from the NFL draft. That's a key thing there. All the guys that are coming back instead of going pro, uh, you just see that momentum building for Ohio State. So I agree to have them top three. They definitely should be a, a playoff contender next year.
2: And Oregon number two is pretty interesting as well.
5: Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm going through my 2023 review and looking at all my numbers and advanced stats, and that's one of those teams that comes up in every metric last year Oregon. They were really dominant statistically, one of those stat giants. I mean, every pick your metric, they're up there. You know, So I think that when you look at that, it was a very dominant season, despite the two losses to Washington. And then what's coming back, I think, is a pretty good deal. They retained Dan Lanning. There was rumors that he was going to take Bama or take another job. It kept him there, another top recruiting class, and they were able to bring in Dylan Gabriel, which I think might be the top transfer quarterback in all of college football, just given what he did at Oklahoma last year, almost a Heisen run uh, you know, in the conversations of September, October. So, yeah, I could see that, and uh, that's going to be a heck of a Big Ten race. It feels weird for me to say, but you got to work in Ohio State there in the Big Ten together
2: you feel like they can just take Dylan Gabriel, plug him right in, and go? He's he's that kind of guy, isn't he?
5: I think so. It reminds me, I mean, there, there's some similarities to Bo Nix. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's proven himself at UCF and, and last year at, at Oklahoma. 2022, he was really good at Oklahoma, too, before his injury took away some of his mobility late in the year. But uh, bounced back this year pretty strong. And, um, you know, I, I was impressed with him September, October. Like I said, I had him in my Heisman conversation. But, um, yeah, I think he's a great great quarterback for them to just plug and play, and we saw the kind of talent they have stockpiled at all the positions around them. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Oregon a stat giant from last year uh, and should be considered for this year.
2: Which means they're the top newcomer of the West Coast teams at the moment, correct?
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Washington, uh, they're going through a transition here. We'll see once the dust settles, transfer portal-wise, what they're able to bring in with Jed Fish. Uh, but still it's transition season. UCLA really folded last year, uh, and then uh, and USC's defense is still a major liability. So uh, it remains to be seen what they'll do without Caleb Williams because uh, without having one of the nation's best players there bailing you out on offense, scoring 50 a game, I wonder what their overall, uh, what their overall profile looks like without him. So, yeah, by far Oregon is or – I think Oregon's most built for this transition. Recruiting-wise, they're, they're top ten every year now. They have the branding. Um, I think they're going to they're going to tra- transition well, and they have really built it from the inside out. And Mario Cristobal gets some credit here too. He built that offensive line and defensive line before we left, and uh, that's the kind of thing that USC and to a degree UCLA are missing uh, in a rugged Big Ten. So I think Oregon's ready for the transition.
2: Washington overnight got some big news though. Will Rogers, who had transferred to UW. And then when Coach DeBoer left, threw his name in the portal, apparently has reverse course. Talked with Jed Fish. Apparently they've worked it out. And the announcement is he's staying. That is
5: big news. Yeah, that is huge because you're getting a multi-year Power 5 starting quarterback. Just the experience needed for a transition year, that's huge. Um, put up big numbers in Mike Leach's offense at Mississippi State. And uh, And, yeah, like I said, transition year quarterback, uh, while he finds his quarterback of the future. Now, I think that I did see that he was able to pull his Arizona four-star uh, recruit that he signed at Arizona, the dual-threat quarterback, up to transfer to Washington. So that might be your guy for 2025 and beyond, that he was rated as the fastest quarterback in the country this cycle. So uh, that's a big win. But in the short term, yeah, that's great to have Will Rogers come back and um, big transfer news there.
2: You could argue Rodgers is the most accomplished passing quarterback returning. Period.
5: Yeah, in the raw stats category, definitely. Yeah. I mean, he uh, yeah, he threw the ball so much at Mississippi State that he's accrued a ton of career stats. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of reps, he he knows how to lead an offense, and um, yeah, that's that's a big win and. When he had announced that he was transferring again, I was starting to think it was musical chairs up there, but I'd like to see that he is committed to Washington. Uh, you know, I think you can trust a guy like Jed Fish. He was able to turn Arizona's offense around, make it dynamic, exciting. And I think when you lock your quarterback spot down, it might attract some receivers to come play with them. So a uh, huge move for Fish right away. Brett, tell everybody what
2: they need to do to stay in touch and get all of your content.
5: Yeah, thank you. It's at Pick6Previews on Twitter, PickSixPreviews dot com for the 2024 season preview book. Uh, we're still months and months away from that, but hard at work, and excited to, to work on this year's edition. All
2: right, man. See you next week.
5: Thanks, Bill.
2: Brett of Pick6Previews. Mike, the Mad Dog, Bill, Michigan, their organization, they must be loophole masters. Well, I think that's more fun and funny than anything, but I think if you, if you sift through it, I would assume the true letter of the law is that if your guy leaves, regardless of naming uh, semantics, I'm sure they would still honor the 30-day. The I mean, think about it. They're letting people freely transfer for any reason anyways. I don't think they would all of a sudden shut that off. But it is funny. If that were true, if that were literally a story, you got to admit that'd be incredibly humorous. Yeah, that would be very, very funny. Blake Ruffino, down to the boot we go. Top of hour two. Heard from Tom in Myrtle Beach regarding commitments down on the Emerald Coast, and he said there's plenty of room still for golfers. I wasn't sure. But, uh... Last year, I believe they had 40-something slots. I don't know if that'll expand. It might this year. They were talking about that. But he said there's plenty of room. So if you're planning on going down, and on top of that, you want to be part of the Saturday golfing event, which the guys had an absolute blast at last year, Tom would probably be your guy, Tom in Myrtle Beach. That's who you would want to contact. He's going to have it. Tom is a golf aficionado, among all the other things he does. He'd be your, he'd be your golfing guru guy to get that done. Got to get the break here and then continue on with this Wednesday edition. Yes, I did about uh, 20 minutes ago. Hear from Jay Book. He is good for tomorrow. And Jay Book will be with us tomorrow. Omni Nashville Hotel.
3: Good morning. There is some slimming and sliding going on out here on some of these back roads until it all gets uh, cleared up. Traffic's really heavy now on 24 westbound, Coming in from Murphy Sproul, Rutherford County up through the Hickory Hollow area. Wrapping up the paperwork on the earlier crash. 65 northbound at Highway 96 there in the Franklin area. Coming up through that section of Williamson County was a little bit slow earlier. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered for all your playoff games with catering. Uh, you can order on their mobile app today and check them out online also at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander. Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper.
3: Yay! Envelopes.
4: The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum.
3: Are there sardines in here?
4: And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars.
5: Now that's what I'm talking about.
4: It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
3: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymnscom slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. Add up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations.
0: Okay. <laughs>
4: If it's the P5, the G5, or a neutral site game in Council Bluffs, The Bill King Show has it covered.
2: with Brett and I was saying I could not do what he does. No, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. When I got into this business, not really knowing where it would go, because I had no background in any of this, I tried to dabble in various things. I did some writing, I did TV games, I did some analyst stuff, did all that, and realize that where we're at now is my happy spot. All that other stuff I don't enjoy. And I don't know if you remember, but for about 10 years, Athlon Magazine, their recruiting rankings, and I grew up, one of the first things I noticed as a kid, loving college ball, football, was Athlon Magazine. And I'd read team by team, and I'd read the recruiting stuff. But for about 10 years, it was me doing the Athlon recruiting, nationwide recruiting. And I had to rank every league, team, and then players, one through, I think, 30, I don't remember, one through something, and then a write-up on every one of them. And I remember every year, I love that topic, as you know, but writing it up, I just remember it was torture. I did not like it. I dreaded it, but I thought, you know what? Just keep doing it. Get out of your comfort zone and keep doing it. I did it for about 10 years. So if you go back, and I don't remember the last year I did it, but if you go back about 20 years, if you ever kept one of your Athlon magazines, Open up to the recruiting section. That is me. I did that, and I don't remember. I think about 10 years. It might have been a little bit less, a little bit more. I don't remember. I do remember that they paid very well for me to do it. That was the main point. And as social media and all these recruiting... Sites were taken off and everything else. They started losing lots of. I don't even know. Zaflon still come out. I know none of those magazines have the muscle they used to. But it got to the point they didn't have enough money to pay. I do know that. I do remember that. But that was me. Yeah, that was that was all of that pain and anguish, getting that printed up. I do not enjoy that. I don't like it. It's, it's cumbersome. People who are writers, it's just natural for them, right? They just they can just get it. I don't enjoy it at all. Oh. But no, that was me for a long stretch. I don't know. And maybe I, I think I do. Some about 20 years ago. A guy from Virginia Beach, listened to the show, said, I've got all these Athlon and Street and Smith magazines, and they're boxed up. They're in pristine shape. Do you want them? And I said, yes, I'll take them. And I still think they're in a box somewhere. I, I don't know where Michelle put them somewhere, but yeah, they're they're there. But somewhere, if you go back about 20 years and open up an athlon and get to the recruiting section, if that happens to be the stretch where I was doing it, that's me there. That's me. Painfully, it probably reads painfully too. (laughs) The pain that it took me to do it probably is the pain that it took you to read it. How about that? Noah Kev up in Chicago, Bill, another... Baseball Hall of Famer inductee is Joe Mauer. You know, remember he was a Florida State commit. If I call, if I recall, his decision to play baseball led to the Chris Ricks era. Yeah, Joe Mauer came out of Minnesota and was a fantastic football, basketball. Heck, he played bas- um, basketball too. Football, baseball guy, though. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we'll take a break. Coming right back. I'm the National Hotel.
3: Good morning, it's still running slow in that northern part of uh, Robertson County, trying to get down 65 southbound around the Portland area. They're doing some road work up there that's slowing down. Folks coming down from Kentucky uh, through that stretch of Tennessee there on 65 southbound in Portland. Traffic's really loading up now with heavy volume on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, towards Nashville. Watch for a little bit of radar, I-40 through the Mount, Juliet area. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered during all the playoff games with catering. You can order on your mobile app today, check out princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man, are on-the-air reminding motorists
0: to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492 The Fence Man, the professionals who care.
6: We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that it it's like, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis to book your experience or gain information on packages call Mokara spa today at 615-761-3600 again 615-761-3600 or log on to the omnihotel.com and with every booking you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the music city skyline and through labor day enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only twenty dollars macara spa at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown
1: This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton show. You just start with Brabel being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, yeah. if not months. Not surprised. That's he, my that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brabel, yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would
0: be. I agree with you hundred percent. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
4: The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. Bill King Show, brought to you by the palatio, lovely Omnisville Hotel.
2: Like top of the hour on this Wednesday edition. Tomorrow, guest it up now. Heavier guesting day on Thursday. T.J. Pittenger checks in. Dave Hooker on Thursday. Jay Book has confirmed. He's good for Thursday, top of hour three. And J.C. Sherbert. So it accelerates a little bit on Thursday. Charlie down in America's GA. Says, good morning, Bill. Todd Helton was one of the purest hitters ever, especially in pressure situations. Says, as a Braves fan, I hated to see him come up with men on base because more times than not, he would deliver. He's the real mailman. Yeah, and... I I not only remember Todd and his uncle calling me to talk about various football depth charts. We, We mainly talk football, not baseball, interestingly. And I remember talking to Rod Delmonico. Now, back then, he was the baseball coach at Tennessee and actually got them to a couple of World Series, and then they ended up running him off. But I believe, was Delmonico, you you know fans, isn't he a Florida State guy? I know he had Florida, State of Florida background. But I remember I was on the phone talking to him. And we were talking about Todd as a baseball player. And he said, he's really good, Bill, but I'm from Florida. And Florida, there's guys like that everywhere. (laughs) Now, there's lots of dudes in Florida. Granted, I don't think there's a Todd Helton everywhere you go. But no, no, Florida's loaded with baseball talent, n- n- top to bottom, North Florida down to Miami does not matter. Loaded with dudes. But remember talking about that. But no, no, no. When they would call, and we would talk, they would talk. It was it was football depth charts, and I remember we were talking about He Shuler and uh, I think one of them. I don't know if it was Todd or his uncle. And they were they were cocky, and Heath Shuler was one of the top two – remember, he and Eric Zire were the big-name quarterbacks. Eric Zier out of Marietta, that, that recruiting class. And one of them said, D- dude, I wouldn't know Heath Shuler if you walked through the door. Couldn't even tell you, man. <laughs> and And Heath, at the time, was taking over – what year did he, he took over in 90, he's had it 92, 93, right? Yeah, I believe so. And then Manning was in the uh, 94 class, along with Brandon Stewart out of uh, out of Texas. So yeah, but, but Hilton was kind of in the middle of all that. But yes, our conversations were all football related although I'm sure he felt like his long-term star status was going to be in baseball. He'd have been an all-league-type quarterback. I don't know that he would have been a Sunday guy that started. Probably not. But as a baseball player, he just got in the Hall of Fame. We, We do know that. Here's a stat that I did not know. I did not know. Kevin in Mule Town. Bill, crazy to think there are only two players from the SEC in the Hall of Fame, talking about baseball. Frank Thomas, that would make sense, and Todd Helton. I did not know that. I didn't know that number. Two. Two. In the entire history of the SEC conference, conference, and the, SEC, and the uh, Hall of Fame. The Big Hurt and uh, Todd Helton. That is a stat that I, uh, if I said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Probably did not know that because I don't have a lifetime of thinking about college baseball. I've got a uh, about a five- to eight-year span of thinking about college baseball, which gets started, as far as I know, three weeks from Friday coming up. Not that we count down on the show. We are not amateurs. We don't play the amateur game of counting down, although I did just note about three weeks out. That's fun. First time you get to see teams play. I love it. Now, again, I know you hear a lot about the SEC down here. The SEC is deeper in baseball than it is football. If that is something you can compute. LSU, Florida, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Texas, A&M, I'm probably leaving somebody out, all considered contenders of some sort. I just reeled off. Was that five? LSU, Florida. Arkansas Vanderbilt Tennessee Texas A&M I believe that's 6 and I didn't mention because they're not in the league this go round Texas and then Oklahoma that is wicked deep all right when we come back Blake Rafino will be with us Omni Nashville Hotel
0: FM Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio.